People can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? <sighs> Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important you say too much boring Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Demi Lovato wants us to protect extraterrestrials. It's not okay to say aliens. It's for, for anything. 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 It's a derogatory term for anything. Anything. Demi Lovato <laughs> is on a press tour right now. A sad, sad press tour. To promote her series that's going to air on Peacock oh called Unidentified. I mean, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent of how sad this press tour is and like where her cur- where her the career only sorry where I want to go sorry on. where their career is at yeah but what's happening this is bad like, it's so bad I, okay so f- for those of you who don't know Demi Lovato is coming out with the show which okay sure that alone oh, okay what's it about is yeah. she putting out a new album like is she going no. on tour no. no they 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 oh excuse me yes. Are they going on tour? No. They are going on search for extraterrestrials, for aliens. Yeah. Because they believe that aliens are here to protect us from our worst enemy. And in Demi's case, that's themselves. Them, yeah. Yeah. This is real. Like, we have lost the plot. I know that Demi has been spiraling for a while, but this is all she's doing with her career. Right. Like, and it makes me sad because, first of all, Demi has hits. Yeah. Demi has a long list of She's hits, got a actually. Catalog. Yeah. They've got a long, they've got a catalog. And um, it's sad because, like, yeah, it's just like, it doesn't need to be at this point yet. Like, well, it doesn't. Well, this is Scooter Braun sabotaging them. It is. I truly, truly believe that. Demi signed to Scooter, what, two months or two years ago? Uh, maybe even less. Yeah. Yeah, like, something, but something around there. Very, very recent. Demi signed a scooter. Yeah. She went on Ellen and talked about how he gave her cakes. No more melon cakes. No more melon cakes. Real only real cakes. And that this was gonna be a turnover a new leaf yeah. for them. Yeah. That finally she had a team that supported them. And if was you do not get their pronouns right. <laughs> Am I not saying them? I you feel like, go, like I'm saying them. You're going back and forth with she and they. It's okay. They're they're very forgiving and like they know it takes time. Well, for they did say that. Yeah, as long as like you're trying. Yes, and we are trying. Obviously, this is me trying. This is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they finally got a team that supported them, and I, though I do not like Scooter Braun, thought that this was a good look for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Well, he manages Ariana. Yeah, he manages and Justin. Justin. And I think that Demi was at a point in their career at the time where she was, where they were very cuspy, where people were talking about Demi, like ascending Definitely. to another level of pop star. They were in the conversation of the the main of possibly being a, a main pop girl. They were in the conversation of all the main B-list pop. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't mean that as an insult. I no, mean no, like no. B-list pop stars that could eventually ascend. I think yeah. You have to remember at this time Halsey was really big. Right. Halsey. Um, Selena was putting out nothing but singles, singles, singles. Miley. Miley. Dua Lipa. Yes. Yes. Um, Dua. She Dua. was used to be compared to Dua. Yeah. So like put that in your mind for like where Dua's at in her career right now and where Demi's at in their career right yeah. now. And Demi definitely came, comes with like way she comes with way more accessibility to reaching that pop stardom because she's a Disney star because yeah. she has all these mechanisms yeah. behind them 
And it's like, and they're completely squandering. Yeah. And now sh- they're running around in Joshua Tree talking about how aliens come to them. Like, this is not okay. <gasps> With a terrible, terrible haircut to top it all off. Okay, I wasn't because gonna talk about that. I'm sorry, we have to talk about the haircut because I don't can't look, talk about what you don't want. Out. I can't look past it when I see them. The makeup's terrible. The hair is terrible. And now they're running around talking about aliens and how we can't talk. We can't call aliens aliens. I'm sorry. Like not to sound like a boomer or something, but like, no, we've gone too far. Like we don't have time for that. It's not even sounding like a boomer. No, she sounds like a dodo boat. They sound sound like a dodo boat. Dumb. Yeah. Like she's seriously advocating for not calling aliens aliens because I've said this once and I'll say it again. Yeah. Demi is a person who wants to be smart. And I think <sighs> they have yeah. the bones to get there. But <sighs> unfortunately, the yeah. homeschooling on the set of Sunny with a Chance. No, that was not happening. That was not happening. Isn't living up to like the critical theories. Listen, they that, were like, drunk half the time. Sorry, is that insensitive? They were drunk half the time on Sunny with a Chance. So I don't think they were going to so there school. Was no homeschooling going yeah, on. no. Exactly. They've done this before. It's yeah. very similar to the cookie situation. It's incredibly similar. It's so sim- it's same energy. They like, okay. I just don't know why we can't just focus on music and get her, yeah. get them with some good songwriters and just get this thing going. Like, we like we don't need to be falling off this track so far. Like these little side projects are cute when they are cute. Like Selena has her Selena and the Chef, which is on HBO Max, not mm-hmm. Peacock, which yeah. is a lower tier. I know I've what's a channel anymore, but like we there are layers. No, to we have it. to have boundaries. We have to have boundaries. Peacock. No. She's doing more press for Peacock in this show than um uh, she did for than, she, than they ever did for their album. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm saying Scooter Braun is trying to sabotage them I, on everything. Yeah. I don't know why. Because they're not in competition with Ariana anymore. No. So it's like. And I don't think Demi ever was. Not when they the, signed to Scooter. Oh, no, 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 no. Not when they By that signed. time, yeah. Ariana it, had ascended. Yeah, totally. Ha- have Demi and Justin ever done a song together? Um, I no, I don't think so. But uh, the closest Demi ever got was substituting for Ellen DeGeneres on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and where sh- they interviewed. Oh Justin my god, Bieber. I forgot about yeah. that. That was as close as it got. That was horrible. They're cringe. Um, because I remember when they first signed. They're chuggy. They're they're totally chuggy. The hair. The, the makeup, hair, the makeup, the clothes right now. So bad. <sighs> Who is styling her? Uh, no one with, not Maeve Riley. No not, one who likes them is styling no, Demi. No, not Maeve Riley. No. This is sabotage. It is. It is. Sabotage. And I don't know where they go from here. I don't know. I think, I believe we can still turn it around. I, I thought that they were going to head into a Kelly Clarkson pink lane. Like just putting, like being mid-tier. You said a what lane? A Kelly Clarkson pink. Oh, pink the singer. Pink the singer. Yeah. A mid-tier pop star who puts out, regularly puts out music that is solid. You know, maybe we're not ascending to number one, although I I do believe that they could if they wanted to mm-hmm. and they're like in the right position. Yeah. Um, but, you know, still tours, has fans, and can just get on with their life. Yeah. No, you've compared them to Pink a lot. Yeah. You were like, Demi could probably have the career where, like, she'll never be, like, the Lady Gaga no. or, like, the Britney Spears to Pink when yeah contemporary at the time yeah but like i think she'll have they'll have a very like steady successful career like good albums good bodies of work Mm -hmm. always having popular Mm -hmm. songs yeah yeah like this last album was there was no promotion for it i can't wait maybe one song off that album like there was a song with uh sam smith who's also going through a similar flailing 
I don't know where they're cur- com- cur- foiling. He's, he's falling off. Yeah. And rightfully so. He's yeah. so problematic. Yeah. They are? Yeah. But he, their pronouns are also they, them. Excuse me. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. are. Yeah. Um, Which is just a fun little coincidence. Yeah. A woman in England said that he uh, called her a black see you next Tuesday at oh. a club one night. Yeah, and that's not cool. And he's also ha- has said some really problematic things about the black community. Why simultaneously capitalizing on or cultural touring mm-hmm. yeah true all right then well we can uh, see them off yeah but yeah so demi wants us to know that we can't use the words aliens and their career is in the stratosphere with the aliens it's it's are them. you rubbing your face like yeah, uh like Sutton Sutton. With this yeah magazine yeah i am because i'll get you a roller yeah, please, so I can roll over this set. <laughs> um, it's them understanding that alien is a derogatory term for a human. Right. And them always having to take their understanding a step too far yeah. to something that makes zero sense. Zero. Are we discriminating against aliens, Demi? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Are we, like, making laws <laughs> to keep aliens out of earth yeah no no if anything i want them to come to earth i'm just as curious as they are (laughs) i mean there's so many universes out there like what i think there's a parallel one happening right now this is not a ufo podcast no it's not if you want to go watch unidentified can you please do that on your own time oh maybe i will okay like they'll protect you from your worst enemies also me which could also be you okay my fans should know that I do not call them aliens because alien is a derogatory term for anything. That's so true. Even extraterrestrials. Moving on. Oh my god. Are we just torturing ourselves today talking about all these exhausting celebrities? That we don't like. Well, no, I like I like Demi. Well, Megan Fox and MGK are on the cover. I do not like of, them. You don't like who? Megan Fox and Michigan Kelly. You did initially. No, 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 no. I have always been fascinated by them. You were. Like, when they initially got together, you were like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? I'm still like that. And I say that because you were ahead of the curve. Thank you. You saw it coming. Now we're all saying what the fuck is happening. Yeah. But, like, you used to talk about it all the time. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't care about them. Like, who cares? Like, they'll probably break up. No. I didn't realize that you saw what was on the horizon. Oh, yeah. That they were going to, like, bring They were going to put a chokehold on us. Yeah. I can't even say they have us in a chokehold because I, I feel like the grip is really loose. Yeah. I'm like, can you... Please go. Because I don't think anyone likes them. I think a lot of people, the the attention they're giving is similar, like what I'm giving. Just what's going on, fascination. Well, it's not even fascination. It's like I can't, like you're shoving it down my throat. It's a car wreck? Like is it that kind of thing where like you can't look away? I don't know if it necessarily feels like a car wreck. I just think that we as consumers are at a point of our intake of media that we really understand publicity couples in a way that we didn't 20 years ago. A hundred percent. When like Benefer was happening 20 years ago, there was always like those speculations of people saying like, oh, that's for, you Mm -hmm. know, that's for press or that's not real. They're not a real couple. Yeah. But like now, like I just feel like anyone who follows like, Hollywood and pop culture the way we do knows that like this is not a real relationship. Yeah, I feel like the default nowadays is actually to think it's a fake relationship until proven it's real. Yeah. Like yeah. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Yeah. I mean Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. Because I think that we've observed over time that when real celebrity relationships are real yeah they don't shove them down yes. our throat and that's not to say that you have to like hide and like no, no, no. don't go to, but it's like Harry when, Styles and Olivia Wilde that is such a fake relationship yeah. that's such a publicity it's relationship such a publicity it's style. insane yeah but yeah like I think we've now observed like what organic relationships in Hollywood can look like yeah. and what like pure publicity stunts look like and while while there are I well I think there's like levels to it i think there are relationships where, like i would put like harry styles and olivia wilde in a category of like i think it's a publicity stunt but like they i'm sure they like hanging out and they're like fine to do it and yeah. like but then there's like total ones that like just look like they're like 
forced together and I don't know even know if they like each other which is kind of I for a long time I'm I still don't I don't I didn't even think Megan Fox liked Machine Gun Kelly yes I thought it looked like she had a gun to her head to revitalize her career it used to look like they didn't even talk when like yeah. n- their cameras, cameras were on. on yeah but I and I will say that like she does seem way more enthusiastic about the relationship now. Yeah. But, but is it just I only think because people on TikTok were commenting how miserable she looked around him, uh, and she's already articulated yeah. that she is listening to her handlers now, and she yeah. and she has said that basically well, she, at the start of her career she didn't listen. She was difficult, quote unquote, difficult. Yeah, I don't know if. I don't think she should have signed that label to herself. I think no, I don't think she should have either. Yeah, I think she's being unfair to herself. Yeah. Um, but she has talked about how the first, you know, try at her career, she was quote unquote difficult and didn't listen to pe- what people told her yeah. about how to dress, how to act, mm-hmm. who to date, and she goes what movies to do. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's like, and she says, now I'm different and I, I listen a lot more. Yeah, because she went 10 years basically without working. Yeah, she went 10 years without working. She was pretty much shunned. Yeah. And if it hadn't been yeah. for the renaissance of those writers who said, and this is off the back of Me Too. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox's renaissance was off the back of yeah. Me Too because when she was in Transformer, mm-hmm. Michael Bay was like a monster to her. Sexually and, harassing her. And- yeah. And yeah, yeah. Just, and she should have gotten that. And she got fired, correct. which, yeah, which I think if she had gotten fired today, like she would have, I mean, she had grounds to sue then, but like definitely would have had grounds to sue now. Mm-hmm. Like just the way, with the way the culture and like yeah. the dialogue is, is different now, but like she, yeah, unfairly got fired from those Transformer movies. Yeah. So then when these articles kind of came out and said, you know, can we talk about what happened to Megan Fox's yeah. career and how she was so overly sexualized mm-hmm. at such a young age mm-hmm. in Hollywood, it brought her kind of, it gave her a little bit of cachet. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really think she was going to do anything with that cachet. I kind of thought Me like, her career had, but, but someone had a good idea. Uh huh. I, her and MGK met on a set of, a. Randall Emmett production. Oh my God. And I think that that's when the wheels started turning. Everyone's teams got yeah. involved. And if you read this GQ profile, it's yeah. GQ UK style. Yeah. Which, like, don't get I too don't crazy. I really even know it's, what that is. I know. So, is that different? Like, there's GQ, there's British GQ. Is British GQ style a whole separate thing from British GQ? I think so. I think it's kind of like the equivalent of like People Style Watch. Okay, those used to be lit though. I'm oh my god, I used to get god. all my inspo what? from that People Style Watch. If Lauren Connor's on the cover of People Style Watch, you bet your bottom dollar. Mom was buying it for me. Yeah, like you, you just put it on the conveyor belt. Yeah, you don't even say anything. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> like, oh my god, I used to love those style yeah. watches. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Ugh. but yeah, I think it's like a like a counterpart to okay. GQ. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. So they're on the cover, and I mean, they really want us to know. He's wearing a weave, first of all. <laughs> His hair looks insane. Yes. And the article starts off with the writer oh, saying God. that they walk into a room, and Megan and MGK are giving each other tattoos. And they're just like, oh, oh. Oh, was the interview today? That uh, we d- were just, was the door open? I'm sorry. How'd you get in? We were just giving each other matching tattoos. I'm so sorry you had to see this. This is so embarrassing. Oh, what do they say? The darkest fairy tale. Because that's what our love is. Oh, my God. The darkest fairy tale. Kill me now. Oh, my God. I mean, this in this whole article is was is honestly it was hard for me to get through. It's not real writing. Like, what a puff piece. This actually would have been very a really interesting article if someone with a uh, not biased and like didn't have some agenda, aka a publicist, like whispering in their ear, yeah, writing it and like make sure you compare them to uh, Pam and Tommy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been really funny, like for, for, yeah. for someone to actually observe them and make like smart comments on like their dynamic mm-hmm. and like make fun of them. Yeah, I know. I'm like. Like, that sounds like, oh, the only way it could have been good is if if the article was mean. But, like, their sound, they're so ridiculous. Yeah. So, it's like, if you were taking that seriously, you're being ridiculous. Yeah. Like, how could you possibly take anything they were doing seriously? Seriously. Like. The way they were talking, like, 
She said that they first met, like, before they met on the set of their movie, yeah. that they had met years prior, just, like, only briefly oh for a moment at a yeah. G... Well, and they said it was at a GQ after what party. What While they were getting interviewed by GQ magazine. Yeah. Um, and Megan says that, like, she looks up and he's standing there and she says, you smell like weed. And he says, I am weed. And disappears into the night. She says he vanishes like a ninja. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. And that she doesn't remember his face after they met because she says that their souls weren't ready to meet and their souls were protecting their hearts and minds from not seeing each other's faces until they were ready for each other. No. 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 I don't know what that means. What does What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. Like at at one point, I'm I'm trying to look it up. Uh, he talks about having um, uh, post traumatic stress disorder, but he yes. accidentally <laughs> calls it postpartum depression. Yeah, and the article says he cutesy or what she what she said charmingly charmingly mm-hmm. uh ca- calls it postpartum and. Megan corrects him. Mm. That's not charming. No. Like, come on. We can't make fun of that either. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. You have to call that charming. No. Like, Michigan Kelly has never been charming. Yeah. He's really not. And, like, I know that, like, I get that he is some people's type. Not my cup of tea. Like, looks wise? Yeah. Mm. But, like, this whole article talking about how handsome he is, yeah. no one has ever called him handsome. They says that while they are both famous sex symbols, they act like kids together. MGK is not a sex symbol. No. He's not. That's gross. That's really crazy. Stop it. I could break him. Yeah. I could literally snap him in two. Like a toothpick. Like a fucking toothpick. It's like... They're just trying too hard to be iconic, which is yeah. something that we're seeing a lot lately because of like, I think it's like because of the internet. It is. And because of the way like 90s and early aughts couples have been kind of like enshrined as iconic. Yeah. Now people are like, we can like force the idea of being yeah. iconic down people's throat before it even like happens. I know. And it's honestly really disappointing because like it really like takes away from like and and first off, what's also you made this point yeah. is that we shouldn't be glorifying Pam and Tommy's relationship because it was an like abusive it was really violent. Yeah. So it's like also like missing the point. Like yeah. no, but it's like he's a scumbag. Right. Like you guys aren't iconic because you're not giving anything to the culture you're not giving you only want to take from us yeah and like yes. we can feel that yeah like you're not and why like in like sorry like and like why it like reads so just like like they know like they're so aware of the internet and like the eyes yeah. because in the article there's also a video like them doing like, this couple's quiz i saw a clip of that mm-hmm. and in the vid in the couple's quiz they repeat the I am weed line Mm -hmm. as if they already knew like that was going to be a viral thing on the internet. So they're like, you know, it's like like you did that couples quiz before the article came out, but like you're already planning what's going to like go viral on Twitter and TikTok. Right. It's not organic. It's not natural. I'll tell you where we first met. Where do we first meet? At a GQ party. Facts. Oh, actually tell that story. Right. You said to me, you smell like weed. And I said, I am weed. And then you vanished. And it's just like, I know like she gets the like uh, Angelina Jolie comparisons. I don't yeah, really think rightfully so. No. But like, and I don't even mean that as like an insult. Yeah, I feel like it's a lazy diff- comparison. It, it's so lazy. I understood it more in the early aughts. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like it was kind of like Angelina was different than the time was different then. Mm. She was like supposed to be like a younger, but now younger version of Angelina. But now that like we're at where we are now with both of those individuals, like that comparison needs to stop. Yeah. But I'm going to hold it for a second to okay. make this comparison. To make this point. Because um, like I was reading, I, something came across my feed where like it was an old Angelina Jolie uh, article. And it was like talking about when she got married to, 
What's the guy that she Billy married? Bob Thornton. No, no, no. Before uh, him. Johnny Lee Miller. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got married and like she wore like leather pants and like a white t-shirt with like his blood on the back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I've heard that. And it's like that was before the internet. Like she was just doing that because that's how weird Angelina Jolie actually was is. A hundred percent. And this is like they're trying to do those kinds of things for the internet and it's just so transparent yes that it's like you're not you're not unique or kooky or like you're just you're actually just really boring and really manufactured and so manufactured right and like the other thing with like megan fox and like this relationship that they're like crafting as like this like star-crossed lovers like so passionate so intense like uh it's heaven and hell at the same time yeah. like, you know one second they're they're making love and the next second they're fighting and throwing mm-hmm. love the way you lie yeah totally that okay like she is what like in her late mid-30s or she's something she's 35 he's 31 okay this like intense teenage romance you were married thank you. you you were so boring and domestic you were married for like 15 years to the same guy to brian austin to brian green. austin green and have three kids like you're a soccer mom like like you're not yeah. like uh, it, like you weren't like this with him like i get like uh, i get like it's a new love like he's different like mm-hmm. brian austin green didn't understand her and, like, right he does and like that's what's like bringing out this side but it's just mm-hmm. like stop what and like going back my point is like going back to angelina jolie angelina jolie is like this in like all of her relationships so it makes like you know when she meets someone and then marries them the next week like we're just like yeah that's angelina jolie but it's like where is this coming from like relax they were because i feel like their teams are like you guys are going to be the ultimate rock star couple right now yeah and honestly like i know that megan is benefiting from this couple dumb but i'm yet to see a movie i mean they claim she's in a movie coming out with oscar isaac we'll see well i would argue though that what megan wants more than to act in films is to make money well duh but like yeah like but i'm saying like how is she gonna make money by getting endorsement deals yeah by modeling for skims like i do believe like i i I think she wants to be in a movie, but I'm saying right now, yeah. the way she's moving is this is a business. Yeah. She's realized how much money making potential she has right now. And after being out in the cold for 10 years right now, she wants to just capitalize on this and as how, much yeah, as quickly it, as possible. Yeah. When it goes away. Yeah. I, I feel like it's really more beneficial for him right now. Like I know it's shoving her back. Into oh, the and you're asking how she's going to make money. She has the deal with Skims, and her and oh, May yeah. Biley are putting out a clothing line oh, together. Yeah. She is going to be in Skims. That's crazy. That Kim, I mean, it's not crazy because of the whole Kourtney Kardashian thing, but it is crazy. Yeah, I already said that five minutes ago that and she's that, modeling for Skims. I know, I know. It's just crazy. Yeah, but what's more crazy is her putting out a fashion line. Yeah, because she's not a fashion girl. No, but like that's what I'm saying. Like acting yeah. is like if you're like waiting for her you're to get right. into a film, yeah, like no, good point. you'll good be point. waiting forever. GP, 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 GP. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, and I'm just like thinking like, yeah, that's why she's like aligning yeah. herself with like the Kardashians right now. Yeah, like, I feel like it's like, like is that lying? I mean, like Paxson, like that sounds like where it should be. At Paxson? Yeah. Paxson. No, I think it's actually like because they're partnering with like because they're not. She's not doing right. It's a like a fashion line. It's like a Megan Fox for mm-hmm, blah 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 gotcha, with gotcha, like gotcha. Maeve Riley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, she's right now. She, like I mean, get it, girl. Brian Austin Green's Dancing with the Stars check is not feeding Mm-mm. those three babies. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And she knows how much money she can make by just selling and herself. And she want to know is not in syndication right now. So. And honestly, I think she can make more money from business Definitely. ventures than she can in movies. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. They're weird. I wish they would go away. But They're not going We'll away probably talk really, about them really again. I mean, yeah. We definitely will. If I have to look at them, touch their tongues together one more time. Oh, my God. Okay. Can they stop doing that? I know. I know. <laughs> no, like, I seriously, know. stop. Like, that is Just so obnoxious. Normally. Either kiss or don't. Don't. Uh, don't. Ugh. Oh, 
I mean, well, okay, I know we need to move on, but can you talk about how MGK said that their first kiss oh went? God. He said they didn't even kiss. They just held their, like, mouths, like, close to each other and, like, breathed in each other's air. Like, and then she and then she walked away. And then she walked away. Yeah. Yeah. The whole article is cr- insane. It's not worth reading. You'll see the funny clips, like, on Twitter. Like, yeah. it's just weird. Should we get down to our main story? story of the night? Okay. This story has like so many moving parts. So many layers. Like we're really, yeah, just, oh, we'll just buckle up and try to pay attention. Okay. So as some of you might know, Jesse Nelson of Little Mix and Nicki Minaj are embroiled right now in a really big backlash because yeah. of the video that they put out called boys uh it's a sample of p diddy's bad boys for life song and, and arguably like what is that an iconic song i don't think so i don't think anything diddy does is iconic no. um so like for me it's a definite no-go it's a dead thing for me yeah but um jesse's getting a lot of backlash because she's blackfishing in the video yeah you guys can go very take a look blatantly at the, yeah you can go take a look at the video and tell me what you think but yeah she's laughing pause the pod go watch the video come back, come back. Yeah. <laughs> okay now you're caught up so this all really is blowing up in a major way because jesse was a part of little mix yes little mix is a very very famous british pop girl group yeah they have some success in the states uh but they're huge over in england yeah like they like i think they do pretty well for all in terms of like British uh, boy girl groups, they're, mm-hmm. they're obviously no One Direction, yeah. But they're doing better than like Girls Allowed, which definitely oh, like never yeah. made it over here. Correct. Yeah. So like, but they're yeah. not quite the Spice Girls. No, oh, definitely not the Spice Girls. Exactly. Yeah. So they have been, but they kind of are like in England, right? right. I was about to say, but they are but yeah, very but not much US. that in England. Mm-hmm. Like they're huge there. Yeah. Um, and they got together through X Factor. Like they all performed as like solo artists. The group consists of Perry, who's white. Yep. Jesse, who's white. Uh, Luann. Luann. Leanne. Leanne. Leanne, who is black. And Jade. Thank you. Who is of mixed race of Arab descent. Yes. Okay. So a little bit of like, like diversity. Dara thought on. that the band was called Little Mix because they were all a little mixed. mixed. <laughs> yeah. Which goes to show you that they've all been blackfishing for a while. Except yes. for Perry. Perry doesn't really blackfish. Perry's, but I Perry's thought, white and brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perry's got white pride. Uh, but Jesse and yeah. Luann and Jade, I all they all look very similar, especially, which is so funny because I saw that a lot of the times in the British press, uh-huh. Jade, who is Arab descent, yeah. and Leanne, who's black, get mixed up in photos a lot. But I actually think Jade and Jesse, who's yes. white, look, look like a lot. twins. Yeah, like, they look do. Look so much alike. They but do. That's they are weird, not though, called yeah. Little Mix because they are all Little Mix. No, I, I don't know this, the origin behind that name. Don't make no sense. It makes zero <laughs> sense. Little mix. I know. Like, is it like a little mix? Like a little mixtape? Like, I'm gonna make you like a little mixtape. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's a cute name. Like, it definitely works. Yeah. But, like, it literally makes no and sense. And it makes sense. Because it like, sounds like a little snack. Yeah. It does sound like a snack. Yeah. Like, like Chex little, Mix. Yeah, like a little mix. Like a little, little Chex Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, they all formed, uh, as all British groups do, on X Factor. Yeah. And they had like a really great career. And then in 2019, Jesse leaves the group. Yeah. They've been there for 10 years. Yeah. And she says that like the pressure like of because Jesse and the group was kind of lamented so wrongly and cruelly. Mm-hmm. So as the fat one, um, she yeah. has abs um, <laughs> as the ugly one. She's very pretty. Yeah. Um, and the pressure just got too much to her Mm -hmm. and she said that you know she would and and like and it really really affected her mental health in 2013 she tried to kill herself after performing at like some like european like award show she uh went on the internet and she said the comments like she like didn't know how to process them and it just got too much and she took pills fortunately her boyfriend found her yeah and so when she said in 2019 that she had to leave the group because the comparisons and the pressure were just too much. Yeah. Um, her group fully supported her. Mm-hmm. 
And she didn't say that she wanted to leave the spotlight. Mm. I did go back and look and she says that I need to leave the girl group because the pressure is too much. And I don't think it would be this. I don't think I'd be getting compared to other women if I were solo. Right. Which doesn't really make sense. And like, I get that thinking like, oh, if I originally was a solo artist, I wouldn't be compared to anyone else. Like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. In an alternate universe, if you were solo, you wouldn't get compared to people who did not exist. Right. Right. But you've been now in a girl group for 10 years. Yeah. Just because you leave, you're actually probably going to get compared to them more. Right. Like, every song you do is going to get compared to how well their song does and how they look. And yeah. But continue. But that That was was her reasoning. But... Her band was, like, fully supportive. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it was, like, the way Zayn left One yeah. Direction. It no. seemed a little bit more supportive and more of a positive move. Yeah. Okay. And, like, actually what you should know also is that, like, all the Little Mixed girls, like, especially Jade and Leanne, have talked about kind of the negative side of fame. And yeah. Jade and Leanne talk about the racism that they mm-hmm. faced in the music industry and particularly Leanne. in England. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Leanne has made a documentary about mm-hmm. it called, like, Pop, Power, and Race, I think. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. And I was watching a clip of it, and she just said that she would p- be performing in, you know, mostly all-white stadiums yeah. in all-white countries, and sometimes she would get booed. Whoa. And what? Like yeah. when she would start singing, yeah. they would boo. Oh my god! First of all, Leanne is like hands down the most pretty one yeah, of she's the gorgeous. Uh, like she's so gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. it's like pretty crazy. But yeah, I and mean. you know, and I and I really really like what she talks about in the documentary because she talks about the, the privilege pretty. she has as a light skinned black woman, mm-hmm. and she says that the racism in the music industry got so bad for her that she wondered. Like, would I even be in this group if I were a few shades darker? Wow. And so I really respected her for yeah. like, speaking on that. And, oh, just, like, another thing I have to yeah. say. In the documentary, she's engaged to this, like, really smoking hot soccer player. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know He's his name. Really I was like, yeah, yeah. really hot. And uh, Football, dad, football. Fo- football. A little footy. You want to play a little footy? <laughs> Um, she's pregnant with his baby right now. Yeah, twins. Yeah. Oh wait, she just had them. She just had twins. Yeah, so she just had twins. Mazel. Um, but in the documentary, she takes him to task for old tweets that he had put out in 2012 that were colorist against dark skinned women. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And like, it's in the documentary. Like, they ha- are having the conversation, and she's like pissed. And she's like, "What would you do if our daughter came out dark skin?" And like, he like. To his wow. credit, he yeah. To his credit, he absorbs it fully. He says wow. that who he was. I mean, in what? Okay, do I need to watch this documentary? I mean, I just watched a few clips. It definitely didn't make me want to watch the whole thing. Okay, And in in the documentary, he talks about it. he goes, "I was ignorant and yeah. uneducated and basically just a dick." Yeah. And uh, I really respected her for calling yeah. him out on it. And she says, like, when she read those tweets like obviously they had already been together she said it was like a uh, kick in the gut she was like i don't know that person yeah and i don't want to know that person yeah so yeah she talks about someone real yeah so all that being said leanne has been very you know open about her struggles as a black woman in the music industry jade has been very open about the racism that she has faced mm-hmm. as a middle eastern woman in the music industry in england so Cut to 2021, Jessie is putting out her first solo video. Mm. And like we said in it, she's getting... And Jessie is always has has a record of being accused of blackfishing. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's something that people have been talking about for a while. Yeah. Um, I did think when they originally came out, like, I thought, oh, I, I did think that, like... Jessie is the same complexion so- as Leanne and Jade. Yeah. I thought she was something. Yeah, I thought she was too. She is as white as Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so cut to 2021. She puts out her first music video and she's got gold teeth. She's got box oh, braids. She's got really, really thick, coarse, curly wigs and weaves. Mm-hmm. She's wearing uh, throwback jerseys. She's sagging her pants. She's walking she's, in a She's, she's walking. Way. And, mm-hmm. Hand motions oh, that yeah. I think you can... 
your imagination can take you there. Yeah. Um, she's in the, the car with the hydraulics. Oh my God. And the bike, the low ride. Bike. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing the fuzzy Kango hat. It's honestly just giving me Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Like it's so bad. It looks like an SNL skit. Like yeah. It looks like a parody. Yeah. It looks like someone's like making a joke video of a, a pop star. Yeah. Culture vulturing, like yeah, culturally appropriating uh, and black culture. In the lyrics, her like saying like, "I want a bad bad boy," and <sighs> all like the men being black, black. <laughs> is like so what? messed up. And she like talks about wanting like gold teeth. Yeah. And she needs that length. She needs that slang. Oh my god! Does it? She say hood, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. She says she's got. He gotta be have that hood. And like because she's like quote unquote sampling the uh, Diddy. Uh, beat beat. Even though it honestly just sounds like She's exactly, it. yeah. yeah, it's no creativity was uh, used in the making of that song. But she also basically recreates the video industry inside. <laughs> she recreates the video, and in the original uh, Diddy video, um, at that time was he? I don't know, Puff Daddy, P Diddy. I think he Sean was, P Diddy. I think home? he was Puff. Puff. Okay. Puff, you know, they, it's like him showing up with his like friends to an all white neighborhood. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So like he shows up as a black man in an all white rich neighborhood. And like, it's supposed to be like these rich old white people are like, oh my God, like shocked and scared. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like he's here, like, you know, yeah, disrupt the, yeah, disrupt yeah. the, uh, the neighborhood. I do like that video. I'll give it give the video some iconic points i do remember that video and like it being okay. fun remembering a video doesn't make it iconic i remember is it, it points is it points yeah it's like one it's not iconic i'm not giving that to no diddy. no no okay fair enough whatever fucking hate diddy um but like so her recreating that as if her a white person would have the same effect coming yeah. into a white neighborhood as diddy I didn't even think about that when I was watching it because I wasn't thinking about the original video. You're so I'm not right. going to take full credit for that. I did see it on TikTok. Um, but I'm... Cite your sources. Yes. But yeah, like, so there... Right, so then yeah. she comes into... But you're white. But you're white. Yeah. Oh, that's why all those people get off the bus at the yeah, beginning? Yeah, Oh my God, but all the people who get off the bus are black. Yeah. And then she comes out. Why? Oh my yeah. god. Okay. So you just made it even worse for me. It's bad. Okay. So she's getting like a lot of backlash. She has a interview with Vulture where mm-hmm. they ask her because apparently in August she was interviewed by The Guardian mm-hmm. and The Guardian asked her about black fishing mm-hmm. and she was very evasive. Mm-hmm. So this Vulture interviewer brought it back up and was like, yeah. listen, you, you know, been accused of black fishing and kind of cultural appropriation like what do you say about that and she says the whole time i was in little mix i never got any of that which isn't true that's not true and then i come out of the band and all of a sudden people were saying it Mm. i mean i love black culture i love black music that's all i know it's what i grew up on okay okay honey jesse is from runford england (laughs) And because I'm that petty, I looked up the racial demographics. She did her research. Because it always, like, grites my ass when white yeah, people say that they too. grew up around black people as though that's the reason why they're acting a certain way. Yeah. Because it's beyond racist and anti-black. Because mm-hmm. it's like, so... We just act, we act one way. Mm-hmm. And it's a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's what you're taking away from growing yeah. up around black people okay um the town that she grew up in is 85 percent white yep it is 5.8 percent asian and it is 4.7 percent black so Mm. i know that that harlem renaissance (laughs) that you grew up in really changed and molded you but if you don't shut up like that it's the same thing with aquafina yeah who said that she spoke like that because she was from queens she's from and I looked at the racial demographic for her, too, when that happened. She grows up in a neighborhood that's 4% black. Wow, really? And in her show, Aquafina is Nora from Queens. There's not a single black character. 
but these pe- black people that she grew up right. with really changed to her. To explain the blacks uh-huh. that she puts on. Uh-huh. That she has subsequently lost. Right. Now that she has mainstream success. Yeah. And like, yeah, she's like a serious actress. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, hearing that, it's just like, oh my God, that's such gaslighting. Like, shut up. Yeah. Um, but the reason Nicki Minaj is really taking over this entire controversy. Oh, my God. Nikki well, Nikki's never met a controversy she didn't want to stick her head in. That is so true. Yeah. She loves a fight. Yeah. She loves a fight. She's always taking it on the chin, but she's the one putting up the dudes. Oh, yeah. And they, Jesse and Nikki, do an IG Live. Because, um, did we clarify that Nikki Minaj was a feature on the song? Oh, we might so. not have. Sorry. Yeah. Like, well, She's the first on the song. Rock, she, and it's also important to note that Nikki and Little Mix have a song together. Yes. From like, what would you say? Like last year? Like uh, It wasn't the last album. It was the album before. Yeah, but like pretty, it's like one of my, oh, I love the song. Um, and so, Nikki, sorry, Little Mix have talked about just how much they love Nicki Minaj. Yes, I just saw a clip the other day of yeah. Leanne talking about her. She was like praising her. Yeah. I mean, obviously this was before the IG. Yeah. She was just like a lot of the times like people just come on a feature, get their check, and mm-hmm. they don't really promote the song. And Nikki like came out and performed with them at the like European Music Awards. Yeah. And that was really big. And uh-huh. like was always promoting the song. They were just like singing her praises. Like yeah. we've always wanted to work with her. Mm-hmm. Like so they have, you know, a seemingly fine, good relationship. Yeah. So why Nikki would think to pick a side and that size be Jesse? It's weird. Is weird, and yeah. we don't know fully. Well, or, or do we? Money. Uh, oh yeah, we do. Yeah, well, and we'll get to but, that. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so like I said, Jesse and Nikki going on IG live, and I don't know what they. Th- and it's like an hour long. Yeah, because uh, and again, Nikki's never met a mic or camera. She didn't like. She'll talk forever. She loves the sound of her own voice. She loves it. But then the last 15 minutes when it like seems like they're like about to like wrap up and like Jesse's not saying anything. Nikki just goes, like, I want to talk about, you know, clown bitches, you know? Yeah. And like just goes off on a rant about the accusation of Jesse blackfishing mm-hmm. and says like, you know, if I want to wear a blonde wig, I can wear a blonde wig. If I want to wear contacts, I want to wear contacts. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, go ahead, girl. Um, Do your thing. And she's like, a lot of women in the U.S. like tan and get bigger lips and get butt shots. Yeah, we know. That's yeah. literally a problem. Like, that's what we're talking yeah. about. And and also, like, just for, like, clarity and nuance, mm-hmm. getting lip fillers and getting, like, butt injections isn't per se cultural appropriation. Of course, those features are primarily found in black and brown people. And have been largely and historically criticized and made to be unbeautiful on black women that then on white women are praised. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I won't say if I see like a normal looking white woman with mm-hmm. lip fillers, I'm not like culture vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, it's no. like the box braids with the lips, it's- with the butt injection and the uh, bronzer so so dark, dark that it's like she's borderlining on blackface yeah not me even in that instagram live she looked she was darker than nikki in that instagram live yeah but i mean and nikki lightens her skin but people won't talk about that oh, we don't want to talk about that um because nikki has a lot of internalized racism yeah um but yeah so She's excusing, and it's, like, so weird the way she's excusing this black fishing that people are accusing her of, because she's, like, just just keep talking about tanning. She's, like, and, like, yes, talking yes. about, like, like she, she keeps saying tanning. Yeah. And it's so awkward because, like, Jesse clearly, like, doesn't want to give this any attention, like, doesn't want to feel the fire, because, of course. And so she's just, like, sitting there. Like, she's not even really nodding. Like, sometimes she does, but, like, yeah. she's not even really nodding. Yeah, she's, like, staring. Like she, staring. I feel like she's, like, just wanting this to end. Mm-hmm. So it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. And and then and then Nikki picks out the only other black woman involved. Thank you. Because there were fake DMs that were 
alleged supposed to be coming from uh leanne and they're they, they're they're fake yeah. and they they're, they're, they're yeah like telling the influencer to like not post her song or not write yeah. about her song and it's like telling she's about fake. they're fake yeah but of course nikki never has the whole all the information nor does she care to have it nor does she care she mm-hmm. just is like oh what there's a fight i can get involved in yeah here let's go yeah and she continues to tear down um, only Leanne. Only Leanne. Only Leanne. Yeah. Who has said nothing, actually. Yeah. None of the girls in Little Mix have said mm-hmm. anything. She's tearing her down, calling her a clown, saying she's jealous of Jesse. Because mm-hmm. if when people, quote unquote, can't get their bag with you anymore, they want to stop you from getting your bag. What are you talking about? Little Mix is still together. They actually have less bags to split now because there's only three of them. Like, <laughs> right. what? Right. And I'm going to... like. I don't know. I don't think Jesse's career is going to be that great, but um, I don't think Little Mix is scared of uh, Jesse no. taking any bags away from them. Not at all. And it's so, it's so yeah. She goes on for fifteen minutes of just. It was hard to. It watch. was really hard to watch. Like it, like the whole time I was watching it, I was just th- thinking like what Leanne would think if she were watching yeah. this. Like to watch a woman that you were in a group with for, for a decade. ten years, and then also watch someone you admire with and admire, and you know has like a huge following. Yeah, tear you down for almost twenty minutes straight for literally, for literally nothing. nothing. Sweetheart, take them text messages and shove it up your fucking ass, because when you do clown shit, I gotta treat you and talk to you like you a clown. Don't have to come out and try to ruin anyone. Let her have her, let her enjoy this time. If you was in this woman's group and you ain't talk about this shit for 10 years, and as soon as you see she got a video come out with Nicki Minaj and Puffy, now you sending the stations text messages and all this shit. Print them text messages out. Bust your ass open and shove it up your motherfucking ass, okay? And stop trying to hurt people and kill people's lives and career. This is the way people feed their families. Stop. If you want a solo career, baby girl, just say that. You can go out and put your own music. We're going to support you and love you. That's it. You don't have to attack someone else. If that's how you felt, why would you keep keying with her and being in the video with her for 10 years? Now, all of a sudden, she's not in a video with you. You have some negative, evil thing to do and say. You need to tear Leanne down to make Jesse feel mm-hmm. good about blackfishing. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. yeah. And what like, gets even sicker yeah. is when you realize that this whole thing mm-hmm. is orchestrated to take heat off of what Nikki is really going through. Yep. And the legal situation that her and her husband yep. are in right now. It's the same reason why she did the COVID thing. Yeah. She didn't go to the Met Gala because she wasn't vaccinated. She went to the Met Gala probably because it was across the street from a school. And her husband can't go to that. And her husband uh, can't can be within, uh, what, 10 feet of a school. So back up. you well, guys yeah. <laughs> don't know, Nicki Minaj is married to a convicted rapist and murderer. Yep. Nikki married Kenneth Petty, I want to say, like, 2019. Yeah. And has a kid with him. Mm-hmm. She has a kid with him. Kenneth Petty raped a woman named Jennifer Huff at knife point mm-hmm. in 1994 when they were both in high school. And he was subsequently convicted of that rape the following year. And he served four years in prison for it. I think he was, like, sentenced to 10, but he got out after four. Mm-hmm. Um... And he was charged with first degree rape, but he eventually pled guilty to first degree attempted rape. Mm -hmm. Um, After he was released. uh, Oh, and I also just wanted to add this as a side note that after he served prison time for raping Jennifer Huff. Yeah. He then went back to prison for seven years for a murder. Now, the murder, I didn't have enough time to research. But he murdered somebody. But he murdered somebody. And he was in prison for seven years. He only got out in 2013. He, like, hasn't been out of prison, like, that long, yeah. honestly. Um, 
But in March of last year, Kenneth was arrested in California for failing to register as a sex offender. Yeah, which he has to do now for the rest of his life. Right. So prior to that, he was living in New York, and I think he'd been like, he'd been a registered sex offender from the entire time he had left prison the first time. Right. So when him and Nikki get married, they move to California and he doesn't register. Now how this happened is he actually got pulled over in December, 2019 for a traffic violation. And the -hmm. police officer saw that he was a registered sex offender, but had not registered in California. Mm -hmm. And then he got arrested a few months later, I'm assuming that once they realized like who he was and who he was married to, yeah. they like had to get like their ducks in a row. Before yeah, they can just roll up on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then he pleads guilty to failure uh, uh-huh. of registering for as a sex offender. Yeah. I'm assuming to avoid jail time. He hasn't been sentenced yet. His sentencing doesn't happen until 2022. And he oh, could, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like early 2022 and he could go to prison for up to 10 years for it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know how yeah. often people are sent back to prison for that. Yeah. I, don't know. Um, I think they probably take I don't think pretty it's, seriously. Yeah. I don't think it's insane to think that he could possibly be facing some prison time yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. So with that information, now you have to understand the pot's about to get a little bit thicker. Yeah. Okay. So ever since Nikki and Kenneth got together, they've waged a smear campaign against the woman he raped, Jennifer. 25 years mm-hmm. ago. When she was 16. Yeah. Now, this the reason why... Now, yeah, you would think, like, why wouldn't they just leave this woman alone? Yeah, move on. Because she has never, ever, ever, ever said a word mm-hmm. about him or her. Yeah. Until recently. Yeah. Um... They have been threatening Jennifer. They send goons to her house because mm-hmm. um, they want her to recant her statement. They want From her to 25 say, years ago. Yes. They want her to say that Kenneth never raped her because Nikki does not want Kenneth to have to register as a sex offender. Yeah. And she wants the charges expunged from his record. Now, so that she can take him to things like the Met Gala, which was across the street from a school, so which is why he couldn't go. Well, I was actually joking about the Met Gala, but what she... Or sorry, the VMA. Was it the yeah, VMAs? Yeah, the VMAs. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but like Normani really wanted to perform at the VMAs. Yeah. And MTV told her that they didn't have it in the budget. Yeah. Because Nikki was going to perform and I, like that was like where all their money yeah. was going to. Last minute, Nikki pulls out. Yeah. The... BMAs were at Barclays. Mm-hmm. Barclays right across the street from a Chuck E. Cheese. So she couldn't bring her husband, so she didn't want to go. Wow. Because that's what happens when you marry a sex offender. You and can't go nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yeah. So I think that's like what's really lighting yeah. the fire underneath them for why they're continuously harassing her. Yeah. Jennifer goes on the reel. And if you guys haven't seen this interview, I would highly suggest you go and watch yeah. it. I don't know no why it's not it. getting traction in mainstream media, but it is so like such an explosive interview. Yeah. Jennifer is a very credible woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she te- talks very eloquently about her experience. Yeah. She basically says she just wants to be left <laughs> Alone. alone she she can't stay in one place because she's threatened so much by nikki and her team oh my god she has to consistently move she says she's not even living with her children right oh now because gosh. she's so afraid of her safety she's talked specifically about one time when one of nikki's goons came to her house and put 20 grand in her lap and said you need to recant this she didn't accept it yeah and she was later called by that same person and said, you should have accepted because now that 20 grand is going to be put on your head. Wow. So, and so we're going to commit another murder. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. So, and in the interview, she even talks about the time that Nikki called her. Nikki has called her directly. Wow. And she says, like, I told Nikki, like, he did this. Like, yeah. this is not, this is real. And like, I don't know what he's told you, but this happened. Mm-hmm. She actually on the real, like, walks, tells the story again, which is she like, tells the story of her attack. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is like has to have been so traumatizing to do that 
25 years later on national television. Yeah. And to hear her tell that story and to think that like it wasn't true is just insane. It's baffling. Mm -hmm. So, and if you Google like Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty and like Jennifer Huff, like there are a lot of articles. There are a lot of really good articles on the Daily Beast I was reading about this. So it's not like, you know, ignored. And like we said, like she was on the real and like they gave her a platform to speak about her experience. But like everyone, when you talk about Nicki Minaj right now is talking about either the COVID thing or the little mix thing or this little mix thing now, but not. Yeah. And like, it's actually kind of disturbing because like watching like these TikToks, like a lot of barbs are like, saying like they're hanging up their jerseys like they can't be a barb anymore like, like Nikki like because of the little mix thing yeah because of her you know dragging down a black woman in support yeah. of a white woman which is disturbing yeah but it's like that was what did it right Not when she told her husband's rape victim that she was gonna put 20 grand oh on her God. head yeah because like that's what kind of did it for me i know we had this conversation of like a come to jesus moment if we could like listen to Nikki and like it just it's hard it's hard it's I really mean, I hard like i like i'm still gonna like listen but yeah. i no. not like P- publicly gonna be supporting her any time right. i like would never go to her concert no no, I, no 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 i would never defend her action she's no. dead wrong she's dead wrong i don't know what happened to her in her childhood that has led her to this point but she is really disturbed all because like, it's crazy to be, like, dredging up this 25-year horrendous crime. That woman's trying to move on. All be- Like, I just can't get over it. All because you don't want him to register as a sex offender, which he's been doing already for since because he got she out. she doesn't want to be inconvenienced yeah. by the stipulation that him registering as a sex offender would bring into her life. Yeah. You know, like, we talked about, like, she probably can't. It's I mean, probably hard they have to a to- kid now, so right. he probably... He, he can't-, can't go to school with his kid. Yeah. Yeah. He can't go to school recitals. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what you yeah, signed up yeah, for. Right. Those are the cards you're dealt. You could have married anybody. Literally anybody. But you chose to marry a registered sex offender. And now, instead of just, like, accepting that mm-hmm. that's the situation. You're in. Yeah. And I'm sure as difficult as it is, you are afforded a lot of money and privilege where it could be more comfortable than you could work around it yeah yeah but instead no you want to continue to violate this woman yeah and traumatize this woman yeah and luckily she's now fighting back and she's suing them yeah i'm surprised she's not bringing like there aren't criminal charges being brought against them yet because they are harassing and threatening her right i mean yeah like the least of it for them is right now is the the lawsuit but maybe I don't know. Who knows if criminal charges could be brought later down the line after right. if she wins the lawsuit. Sometimes that happens. Right. Well, it's easier to, you know, win a civil suit yeah, yeah. than to bring criminal charges. But it's just wild. Mm-hmm. It's wild that like this is happening with someone so mainstream, so in the public eye, like this like really dark, dark, horrendous thing. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this is not the first time that Ninky has no. supported a predator. Her yeah. brother is a... Conf- convicted pedophile yeah and i remember hearing about like five six years ago that she like (sighs) you know had paid for all her brother's like legal fees yeah and like he's in prison right i don't know if he is right now i i know he has served prison time i think he was convicted the story about that is uh, uh, dark didn't he it's like a five-year-old okay i don't want to but yeah she paid for all his legal fees and i remember hearing that and like i at the time, I just saw, like, a headline. Yeah. Like, Nikki pays, like, her, like, sexual assault brothers. Like, yeah. you know, it was, like, very, like, Weird. ambiguous. Uh-huh. It wasn't, like, really. And at the time, I thought, well, you know what? For her, that's probably a rock and a hard spot. Like, it's her brother. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then I read the details of the case. And I was like, but then no. I was like, but, like, now, okay, you can't choose family, but you choose who you marry. Yeah. So, like, the fact that you've aligned yourself with your brother, who's a pedophile, I'm like, okay. Okay, I don't know how to feel yeah. about that, maybe. But then seeing who she chooses to marry, I'm like, are you okay? I don't think she is. Are I'd you really, okay? I really don't think she is. It's, it's getting dark. weird. It's getting really weird, and it's getting really dark. 
It's dark. Mm-hmm. It feels like the kind of thing that like, you know, how like they're like the just the, the stories of like how David Bowie dated a 14 year old. Yeah. And we all think that like, oh, we would call that out now. It's like this is happening in real time and we're not called like not. No, like, it's just happening. Yeah. Like, she's going to come out with an album soon. Yeah. And it's going to be like supposed to be like her big comeback. Yeah. And no one's going to ask her about Jennifer Huff. No. No one's going to say. Or her husband. Are you and your husband going to stop harassing his yeah. victim? Yeah. And let her live in peace? No. Or are you going to keep trying to force her to recant? Just something that happened 25, 25 years, years ago. That he was convicted of. Right. And blood. Yeah. Put that he was too. convicted of. Yeah. It's wackadoo. It's She's so living crazy. in an alternate universe. Whew. And she's raising a son. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's say a prayer for that. I know. Oh, my God. But, I mean, on that light note. Okay. Listen. Thanks for listening. I don't make, <laughs> I don't make the news. I just bring you the news. Exactly. We're just here reporting the, the important stories that you need to know. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Aliyah Rahim. And I'm your other host, Dara Rahim. Make sure to go rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We might post another TikTok sometime soon. And hence, I'm your that. producer, Aaliyah, your sound editor. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Every time we go dancing, I see his train eyes. Gave him too many chances, push my keys too many times. Anyway, he's got a number, and I'll be on my way to leave. But I stopped in my tracks when I heard this melody. Anyway, like, do, 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 do